0: they didn't think we could do it it's possible it's possible that you didn't think that we could do it it's possible that maybe sometimes we didn't think we could do it but it turns out we could and what i'm talking about is making 100 episodes of liquid flannel welcome back (laughs) i'm matthew hodges out of arlington texas
1: I, I will say maybe we didn't do it because we missed a couple. There's a couple extras. The number may be
0: off. Episodes.
1: It's a hundred-ish episode. It's probably over a hundred episodes for sure.
0: <laughs> this will be the the episode that we're releasing with the number one hundred on it, which is close enough for sure. argument's sake, I think.
1: Classic lineup.
0: Yeah. Classic lineup. The original lineup, as a matter well, of fact.
1: Almost.
2: almost.
0: Almost. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I guess. All right. All right. Brendan's subtweeting <laughs> me here. I was not part of the original lineup. That's right. In Omaha, Nebraska, there are two of my very good friends. I don't even know who to introduce first.
3: Second, pressure's I, you on. Know, it's like,
1: <laughs> who do you love more? Choose wisely.
0: This is a real Sophie's right. Choice, you guys. A
3: prisoner's dilemma. <laughs> it's actually not
0: that at all. <laughs> the lady or the right. tiger. I think I'm going to go with... Uh, I, I think we've got to welcome back our erstwhile host chuck williams yeah sure hey everybody glad to be back (laughs) (laughs) it's been a while welcome back it has we haven't seen you since i was in town yeah you know
3: life just kind of happens you get hit by semi-trucks but it's all good i'm back i've been doing some projects i can't wait to uh plug one of them at the end of the show here oh we have
0: tons of plug room for you
3: buddy. excellent (laughs) Pause. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I've been listening to the Joe Budden podcast a lot lately, and everything is like pause. So uh, (laughs) glad to be back.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and you're sitting in the room with our friend and constant co-host of Liquid Flannel, Brendan. Brendan Williams. I'm here. The Williams Bros. We made it. In the same room again. No relation joke. Are we con-
3: going
1: right. to continue the boondocking? No thing?
3: relation. Brothers from different mothers. You know, Chuck. All actually, of those for, jokes. for our freres from other mares. For
1: our one hundredth episode, I'd like to announce, I've adopted you. Awesome. Uh, you're my son now.
3: Adopted as a brother or adopted as a kid? Oh, as a,
1: as a child. Can you adopt a brother? I, I don't gonna,
3: know. Well, you know, I'd be like court. I want to be this guy's brother. Let's man. do this. Like real brothers. Yeah. Let's but go
1: to the Supreme Court. Let's adopt- take this to the top.
3: Yeah. If you want to do adopt me as a kid, the first thing I'm going to do is immediately sue you for back allowance because <laughs> I know I've done work here. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to emancipate myself. But no, it's great. It's great feedback. back. We are kind of like brothers. We've done all kinds of things, you know, like uh, driving to Kansas City to watch some trash ball. I mean, MLS and uh you know that kind of
2: stuff
0: so yeah is anything interesting been going on with uh mls lately? i gotta tell you they came up in a conversation the other day
3: i'm still kind of on my bitter boycott of the league i'm taking a break from this relationship i guess you still say. just
0: disappointed about the world cup humiliation
3: well it's not just about that but it's just about accountability for fulfilling your end of the bargain mls is not a quality league it's a league. It's a league that you know is okay.
1: It's the best league in America. It's the
3: best. U- I mean, there's only one country in America, and that's USA. But uh,
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> or at least that's what they believe up here. We we weren't watching it for quality. We were watching it because we knew that that's how you build the league and build your national team from a strong domestic following. But you don't buy into this just for players to say, you know what. I have a chance to go to Europe, but I'm gonna stay here because my mom and dad are down the street, and then lose to Trinidad and Tobago. That's that means you know, now it's like I wanna watch some Bundesliga. I wanna remember what it's like to love the game again. So
1: But it's it's pretty funny because you have been a fan I mean, you used to go to MLS games every summer.
2: You know. Like when
1: the Kansas City team played they're called the Wiz, by the way. The Kansas City Wiz.
0: I go all the way back. Is that a reference to the musical The Wiz?
1: It's a well, kind of because kind it's the of. Wizard of Oz. Right. So like they're in Kansas, so it's like they're the Wizards or whatever. Yep. <laughs> but then they shortened it to the Wiz. But Chucky's used to go to games in Arrowhead Stadium where the yeah. Chiefs play. Yep.
3: The original the original location. And it's crazy because where the Chiefs play can hold I think eighty thousand people even back then. And back then, they were only getting maybe 1,400 people to go to the game. <laughs> Can
1: you imagine watching a game in an 80,000-seat stadium yeah. with 1,400 people? Oh, yeah. It was, it was
3: wild. The stuff that you could get away with in there because there just wasn't anyone to catch you. So, yeah. It was, it was incredible. But we go way back. It's been a long relationship, but now I'm, I'm just seeing what else is out on the market,
2: but
1: honestly. As, as soon as you disengaged, it became hugely popular. Of course. More popular than ever. Dude,
3: that's how it is everywhere. I disengage from flannel. You guys blow up on Twitter or whatever. You <laughs> know? Like, I, I finally like say, Chuck, you need to stick with your morals and do the right thing, and I always regret
2: it. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. But, uh,
3: but we'll see. One day I may go back to Kansas City. This summer, no. I was more disappointed that I missed a Bug Eaters game in Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh, yeah. I didn't see a single game from them. And I wanted to check that out. Yeah, There's,
1: support your local trash league, you know.
3: Although, <laughs> did you see that uh, the head of FIFA met with Donald Trump last week? Yeah, and week? then
1: Trump was like, add the World Cup to my list of accomplishments. ching right. And it's like, you didn't do anything. <laughs> and the president of FIFA gave
3: him a red card and he immediately showed it to the media and flipped it at him. <laughs>
1: that's amazing.
3: It was the craziest thing. He
1: self red card, he red carded himself.
3: Yeah. Well, he transferred it to the media. So, <laughs> we have a soccer president. I mean, that's not that that I can respect, for sure.
0: Well, speaking of, I'm going to I'm going to try to seamlessly transition into yes, other politics please news. Please do. Speaking of stadiums that are relatively empty, Have you guys been watching uh, all of the fun GOP tweets recently about Beto O'Rourke and Ted Cruz? (laughs) Yes the
3: DUI picks and all that kind of stuff. Right, right.
0: Yeah. 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 The the
1: man, if the Republicans are running on a message of, we hate people who get DUIs, their voters are going to be really turned. Yeah. It's going to be tough for them. That's a big demo.
0: Right. Right. So the, the Texas GOP's Twitter account has been running tweets for the past week that are uh, trying to make Beto O'Rourke, Ted Cruz's senatorial challenger look really bad by posting, apparently just photos of him being cool when he was a kid. Yeah. So it's like, there's like a black and white DUI where he looks like a, I don't know, he was like all rugged and like kind of hair tousled, like looks kind of good. Like he'd be like, an American psycho or something.
3: was
1: it actually a DUI? Is that what it was?
0: Yeah, I
3: think,
1: I think
0: so, it was. Yeah. But Yeah, but like when he was 20 or something.
3: How old is he now? He looks like he's 20.
1: Compared to Ted Cruz he does, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then they run these pictures of Ted Cruz It's like, while Beta O'Rourke was playing in a super cool punk band with people who went on to be popular rock musicians, Ted That's Cruz was sweet. carrying a briefcase around on campus. It's like, <laughs> yeah. this uh, this isn't going to work for Debating you.
3: Debating people until they hated
1: it. He <clears> was comes. wearing like Quail 94. Like <laughs> right. right, yeah. <laughs> Smoking a cigar at a strip mall.
0: Somebody said, he, he's the guy who's like, I don't have to wear a tie on debate club day. I get to wear a tie right. on debate <laughs> yeah. club day. Well,
3: didn't somebody put out pictures of him, like, in pantomime? Oh, at first, yeah, that's at, right. <laughs> at first, I thought that Brendan, like, I misread Brendan's uh, message in the Slack, and I was like, somebody put out. Memes on Ted Cruz. Okay, that yeah. sounds about right. <laughs> it's pronounced, it's yeah, pronounced right. mime. Mimes. Ted Cruz
1: is a mime. <laughs> right. I was like,
3: man, I was doing the European spelling yeah.
1: on it or not, something. Not many people can be both a Mimes. mime and a meme, but right. Ted, Ted Cruz is pulling it off. Man, he's up there. Some mime yeah. memes.
0: That was the best. So yeah, they they post a picture of Beto O'Rourke's like punk band from the like late '80s, early '90s, where he's wearing a dress in one publicity shot, and someone else is like okay while the Texas GOP is gonna make a big deal about beta O'Rourke and drag I
1: literally did have seen that picture dozens of times I did not know that that's what was happening in that picture oh yeah yeah that's <laughs> I thought he was just wearing some clothes that or you you wear weird clothes in a band photo shoot sometimes yeah sure right. it,
0: it could be a blousey shirt or whatever but mm-hmm. no he's he's got like a dress on but it's not a big deal no he's looking he looked good it's it is seriously just exactly what every 90s kid wanted to be in the 90s which was like Part of a grunge band.
2: Yeah.
1: That guy's like in the Mars Volta or whatever, right? Who was in the uh, band with him?
0: Yeah. Yeah. The the guy who was in the band with him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Damn. So, I was like, yeah, I saw that, and I was like, oh, yeah, I totally would have got this album in the Columbia Records Club right. with Silver Chair or exactly. whatever. I, I would get it just so
3: he could sign it on his tours and stuff, you know? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I should check. We should
1: check it out. Maybe we could put it in as a bump. <laughs> He'll Find probably sue music. us, though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, somebody finds a picture of Ted Cruz, what he was doing around that same time, which is, it's the most, like, John Carpenter, like, Michael myers ass looking <laughs> mime performance ever. Uh, which is him and some partner of his who were acting out uh, the creation of the universe, like from you know the Book of Genesis, uh, in mime. And Ted Cruz is just standing there. He literally looks like Michael Myers.
3: Well, he looks like not only does he look like Michael Myers, but there must have been some weird lighting with multiple lights because it gave like multiple shadows for
0: him,
2: and one of them. <laughs>
0: right? seriously look like Slender Man right behind him. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Which is surprising enough because I would have assumed that Ted Cruz himself does not cast a shadow.
1: The thing that was striking to me was how skinny he was, because I do oh, not dude, think of Ted sure. Cruz as a as a skinny man. Well right. I'm
3: sure like nobody thinks of Mike Huckabee as a skinny man, but I'm sure back then he was. I, mean, I
1: don't know. <laughs> I feel like it. maybe maybe I think
0: Mike Huckabee has been eating at the Golden Corral like buffet at least three times a week <laughs> since he was five I took a
3: girl on a date to Golden Corral once <laughs> just so you know <laughs> hey and that's that's good value for your money dude, I'm not trying was, to not Golden Corral it's not dude,
1: it's not she was from
3: Moldova and she thought it was the hottest shit ever she was like oh my god this place is amazing
1: I, was like, I, I will say Step like one. the first the first time you go you are like oh my god yeah there's there's so much stuff here like there's so much stuff and then the second time you go, you're like, it's this stuff again. Like, <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, it, it's the same stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like yeah. you, and then you eat the stuff, and you're like, yeah, it's there's a lot of it, but like, none of it's great. <laughs>
2: like,
1: <laughs> some of it's okay. You know, they got the chocolate fountain though. Now that's oh, good. That's good stuff. I may
3: have to check that out. Oh, no. oh yeah, that's oh, that's what I want. No. It's a
0: chocolate fountain that a bunch of little kids oh. at Golden Corral have shoved their hands
1: into. Oh
3: God. <laughs> Well, dude, when you put it like that, no one's going to want anything,
0: but, you know.
1: <laughs> what? Yeah, that's the Golden Corral <laughs> slogan right there.
0: Right. <laughs> when you put it like that, no one's going to want anything.
1: <laughs> right. I, it, Golden Corral is the perfect example of, of capitalism, though. It's the appearance of excess, but really it's just emptiness. And you just get it, and you're like, I have so much. And then you get it, and then you're like, this isn't that... I thought it would be great when I oh, got yeah, so absolutely. much stuff, and it's—I feel really kind of bad now, though. It's like yeah. the law
3: of diminishing returns happens <laughs> before you even consume anything. Yes. Just-
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: like when when Khrushchev came to visit and Nixon was taking him on a tour, he was freaking out about the the plenty and like convenience stores and stuff. But can you imagine if he had taken him to like a oh, like God. an all you can eat like Texas barbecue buffet sort of thing?
1: <laughs> right. Man. They'd be like, this is an all-you-can-eat Chinese buffet? Like, why are we not doing that? That's, like, right there. It's, like, right next to where. (laughs) Right. Like, how did we not make this connection? We're even um...
0: allies with them. (laughs) Yeah. Right. God, what a
3: tragedy. Oh, man. And I could eat some sesame chicken, like, all day.
0: The Sesame chicken, General Su's. I could just eat, like, egg rolls and crab rangoon.
1: But, yeah, I don't know. With the (laughs) Ted Cruz thing, it's funny because they tried to do the same thing to Cara Eastman, when they Don Bacon was Super PAC was playing that ad that was like Cara Eastman was in a punk band called Pieces of Fuck and it's what like, Pieces yeah. of Fuck Dude. I was like damn that sounds cool as hell we gotta
0: find that, that to play that would also be cool yeah Chuck Chuck doesn't listen to the show anymore we totally played that whole ad in its entirety on the oh, show a couple of yeah. weeks oh, ago
1: man. <laughs> find the, go it was back just too find the to app. I don't remember what app it was okay uh but yeah have a
3: fan like twitter me on that or something
1: (laughs) but yeah it's like they somehow even though they think that being cool is not cool and so that if they tell people how cool they were they're like look at this guy he was being cool while i was over here on the debate team or whatever and it's like yeah that didn't actually work out that great you know like maybe it's time to let the cool people in and see yeah that's that's actually one of the
0: only things that you can say really worked positively for barack obama which was he had a reputation, uh, earned or unearned, as being like a really cool guy. Everybody liked sure. that. You know, there were some cool pictures of him when he was in college, and he's wearing like the like open shirt with the broad collars and stuff. And like, yeah, he he probably got high at some parties. And the hat that G- Chi-Chi Rodriguez hat, like that. <laughs> that was tremendously important for his image among people, and it was great at getting the vote out too. A bunch of people were like, "Oh, here's a guy who's actually." Kind of cool.
3: I remember going to a law school party one time up at Nebraska, and a guy was hypersensitive about being pictured, or being in a place where people are taking pictures smoking a cigarette. Like, he would get out of the way of those kind of pictures, because it's like, I want to run for office one day. You don't want to have pictures of
1: you smoking or whatever?
3: Meanwhile, there's another dude who was no joke wearing blackface going as uh the pulp fiction guy oh, yeah, uh, yeah so like <laughs>
0: sam jackson in pulp fiction the 90s uh, were samuel different jackson's
3: character in pulp fiction yeah, and he had it like on his legs and his arms because it was the scene where Samuel Jackson <laughs> the, is wearing the, the shorts, like, the swimsuit. Yeah, the shorts and everything. You guys look like a couple I was like, of dorks. Holy crap! Yeah, I'm like that dude should be worried about being photographed tonight, <laughs> not 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 the guy with the cigarettes. right?
1: So, as if being like, weird. as if taking tobacco lobby money or whatever will in any way hurt your chances of like running for office yeah
3: exactly <laughs> you know the stoma that you have 20 years later okay. uh, that that might be a little bit bad but that's because people are biased it's nothing about you we got to have something else to talk about how did we get from golden corral to here
0: talking about midwest politics i don't know you guys got anything else on midwest oh, yeah. politics or you're ready to move on to your quiz show well i didn't study for the quiz so i'm gonna oh do no I, I intentionally didn't tell you about it yeah well thank that- you all of this shit was going to be really easy to find. I don't know.
3: Okay. Well, and I would have totally found that shit too.
2: So
1: well, let's uh, let's quiz it up. I mean, there's stuff yep. going on in Nebraska politics, but uh, like we always say, ain't nothing that can't wait a couple weeks. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. right. <laughs> seriously.
0: We will be around in a couple of weeks when maybe it has made national news.
3: Yeah. Like we always say, it's nothing that can't wait till November. You
2: know. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
0: Well, I wanted to do something a little bit special for our 100th episode because that's that's a big thing, right? I mean, we we've been talking for almost two years about politics of the Great Plains, pop culture from a Great Plains perspective. Um, We've We've learned a lot. Oh, is this
1: a bracket of best Liquid Flannel episodes?
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I, 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 was, times, I was. I was sad. Times. I was sad that Nick Lesman couldn't be with us tonight because he and I did fight over whether or not we should just do a clip show for our hundredth episode. That's
1: just more work.
0: Yeah. Right. Well. Uh, also, just nobody wants to hear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So we had a couple funny moments. Oh, we've had a bunch of funny (laughs) moments. And instead of doing a clip show, I encourage our listener to just go and listen to the to the archives. Like we've had we've had a hundred people on that. Okay, not a hundred. We're at episode 100. But we have had lots of people on the show that you like already. You're on online. Um, If you're online, then, you know, or. If you know yeah. us, then you're online. So you we talked about so people.
1: many Trump scandals that everybody, including me, has completely forgotten oh, yeah. about.
0: Yeah. See, that's that's <laughs> the main reason I didn't want to do a clip show was a lot of our topical <laughs> discussions are like, who even remembers that shit at this point?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I still go back. I do listen to the show still, but I always end up listening just to. The Homeless Mac and Cheese episode.
1: <laughs> the, the SoundCloud really likes to put that one out there, man. It, yeah. it loved that joke.
3: Yeah, you guys are like, someone listened to this episode 70 times.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so,
3: guilty. So, yeah, but, I think uh, all right. I,
0: I, I thought for our 100th episode, if we're going to hold ourselves out as the premier leftist great plains political and pop culture like comedy podcast which i believe we do um the the listenership may not bear me out on that but i, I think that we we have earned it uh i thought that <laughs> right. we should have to prove our great plains bona fides um we need to we need to make sure we need to prove to the audience that we know everything that I there is to you know i immediately object yeah <laughs> i'm down for taking the test but it's like Ernie Chambers when
3: he, you know, passed law school and then didn't take the bar because it's inherently racist. He's like, <laughs> I, don't need a, I don't need a standardized or, in this case, a very unstandardized. This is not just at to all tell me my Nebraska bona fides. I've had my yeah. car break down in every part of the state.
2: Just you know,
3: I've gone camping. No, anyways, uh, yeah, no. I, I'm yeah, curious is, to see how I'll do.
1: I think this is going to backfire if hard. If this was
3: where in the world is Carmen, San Diego for the oh. Sega Master System, I would ace it right
0: away because well, I, I practically had that almanac memorized. <laughs> all right, so I spent today coming up with facts, quizable facts, trivia about uh, not all, but a bunch of the states that are within our our political purview. Um, I, I, did, uh, I did lean a little bit heavier on Nebraska because you guys are in Nebraska, but I think these ones, I, I, think, uh, I think the questions I came up with are going to be at least good discussion material, even if you can't answer them right off the bat.
1: All right. Let me crack open this Nebraska brew here. Oh, right. is right, this Ooh. Nebraska too? Yeah. Everybody, uh, no, uh, it's yeah, it's maybe it is. Let's see what, this can is can. A, I have a Cardinal pale ale. That is a Nebraska brew. Nice. Okay.
0: That's a good
3: can This check. is an
1: Oregon. I would Deschutes. go to Oregon
3: just based on how beautiful this can
0: looks. <laughs> all right. So that's a can check. Uh,
3: all right.
1: Power Nebraska. Bren- Brendan's
0: me. working uh, Nebraska brew. Chuck's got an Oregon one. I'm drinking a Miller Lite, which is bottled, which is canned right here in Texas. So, um.
1: At least it's not Detroit, where all the water's poisonous. Yeah.
3: Oh, my God. They took away drinking water. Anyways, that's okay. That's one
1: point for Midwest trivia for me. Thank
3: you. <laughs> All Is right. Is Detroit considered Midwest?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I think so. Uh, I mean, we've always kind of included uh, Minnesota and Michigan. It's more Minnesota north than Canada. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
3: it's more north than Windsor, Ontario. <laughs>
0: Definitely. I think uh, Burn. It, that's that's a whole discussion. That's a trivia point right there. That's a, <laughs> okay. that's a whole discussion unto itself that, like, you know, there's there's such a thing as the lake states, and there's such a thing as the Midwest, and there's such a thing as the Great Plains, but where the boundaries sit, where those regions touch each other, that's that's pretty challenging. <laughs>
2: okay. Midwest let's, bracket. Let's Next get quiz. to this quiz. All right,
0: cool. Well, I'm just going to go and through- And
3: in fairness, I want to tell everyone I haven't studied Nebraska history since fourth
0: grade. Well, I wrote out, I wrote out like 900 of these, so I'm just going to pick them at random. Oh, God. Here. Awesome. It's like a six-hour No, exam. no, it's just okay. Seriously. We're not going to do all of them. <laughs>
3: Dude, you gave me a scantron. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs>
2: All
0: right, here's here's just a, a piece of Nebraska history. So, okay, invented in Hastings, Nebraska, in 1927, is what Kool Aid. What's that? Kool Aid. Oh shit! Chuck's Chuck's off to a start.
1: Burn. Boom. Boom. Dude, I didn't even have
0: to wait till the
3: end I thought of the question. You had to, I thought you I'm had to wait. I, what are the rules
1: here? That was Jeopardy. really good. That's right. Yeah. I knew, was, I knew it was Kool-Aid. <laughs> I know about Kool-Aid and Hastings. Come on. Okay. Woo-woo. Okay. Well, Finish, okay. finish the thing.
0: Alright, what else, what else do you guys know about Nebraska food? Then? I, I'm not going to tell you. Because you didn't tell
3: me what to study
0: for, <laughs> so I'm not going to tell you what there's, I know. There's, a popu- there's another popular food product, maybe not popular in Nebraska, but it's produced in Fremont. What, Spam? Holy shit, Chuck knows his Nebraska food, <laughs> dude.
3: Maybe I am a bona fide. Yeah, you know
1: your Nebraska pr- overly processed food products, hey, Chuck. Man,
3: that's how you survive
2: out here.
1: <laughs> Do you put the you put the Kool Aid on the Spam to get that like glaze? Oh,
0: absolutely, dude. That that
1: was like, called the Nebraska a, That was my
3: pre workout <laughs> in high school soccer. <laughs>
1: What I was your flavor just go-to? The, I
3: put Kool-Aid and Spam in a blender, which yeah. just down that
1: shit. What, was your, what flavor Kool-Aid would you do?
3: Man, I really liked Berry Blue as a kid. You know
1: my favorite is? Purple Saurus Rex. Oh, That's where me. it's half grape, half lemonade. Boom. Oh, dude,
3: that stuff tastes like... Well, yeah. it's like... Wrong. Uh, <laughs> wrong. It's, it's like one... It's like an Ar- Arnold, it's a, Arnold Palmer. It's like one-sixth
0: <laughs> grape, one-sixth lemonade, and the rest of it is sugar. I mean that's, yeah, well, that's right. the only way to make Kool Aid,
2: right? <laughs>
1: I undersugar my Kool Aid, and my wife gets really mad at me. But that's how my mom did it, so that's I get nostalgic for undersugared Kool Aid. <laughs> All
2: right, on
0: with the quiz. We got yeah. like nine hundred questions. Yeah, left. okay. Uh, yeah, well, let's uh, let's let's stay on the topic of food, but cross the border down south into Kansas. What food product is named after a famous? Kansas anti-masturb... anti-masturbation... Graham Crackers. Ah, Brendan's got Graham Crackers. Our name. You
1: couldn't, you couldn't say anti-masturbatory. I, I couldn't <laughs> say it.
0: I'm so into <laughs> masturbation that I couldn't even pronounce it. Yeah, dude, that's... Uh,
1: <laughs> we got high schoolers listening but yeah, to this now. <laughs> that dude, he was like a Quaker or something. He was like a preacher, fundamentalist yeah, like religious a, guy. He was like an Episcopalian
0: yeah. or something.
1: And then his plan was like, I'm going to make... A food that is so bland and tasteless and boring that it will suppress man's sexual desires with its blandness, <laughs> yep. and he invented graham crackers. Yep. If you those if you sit are pretty there, bland. If you sit there and chew on a
0: graham cracker for like an hour, because that was what you're supposed to do, was like right. every mouthful you were supposed to chew like sixty times or something, then oh, it would make just, you not want to masturbate.
1: It's just so funny because now graham crackers are like s'mores. And, like, crumbly, buttery cheesecake crust. That's, like, its two main <laughs> right, uses. Yeah. So, like, way backfired on that guy. Right.
0: All right, I'm going to go back to Nebraska on this one. What? Here's your chance, Chuck. This is an Omaha question. In fact, what okay. is found underneath the Mutual of Omaha building?
1: You about the Chick-fil-A?
0: Is there a Chick-fil-A no.
3: down there?
1: There's there a,
0: is a Chick Fil A down yeah. there. I would believe it. Uh,
3: under the building, yeah, under the building, underground railroad. There's like
1: know. a there's like a walkway. There's Again, a Chick Fil A Chick-fil-A there.
0: There's um, there's a cafeteria down there. Right. Uh, well, my my answer room. my answer to the question is I don't actually fucking know. I I do know Eject that <laughs> there are seven <laughs> stories of building underneath the Mutual of Omaha building. Wow, wow. that's pretty cool. So
1: well, it's probably just like servers and stuff servers <laughs> and
0: vaults It's probably not yeah, all oh yeah, there's is. like a
1: bank or whatever, yeah.
0: It would be it's it's real possible that there are tunnels down there though.
1: More. I think it's where the Omaha Illuminati uh does their dark rituals. Seriously. <laughs> That's why the Chick-fil-A was there. They're in on it. <laughs> Seriously.
0: <laughs> all right, I'm going to move cows up were I'm going to move ritual. up north you guys. Okay. What Detroit. how much do you know about South Dakota? Ooh, very little. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you Ask the question. Okay, all right. I'm gonna to go to food again, but this is like I'm kind of running out of food questions. It's not supposed to be the theme. Just I think I, I know where say, this is going. gonna yeah. kind of, no, it's just kind of He's interesting secretly recorded b-roll. No, for actually, the bread this, this <laughs> one, yeah, this one isn't actually about food. It just involves food. Um, okay, South Dakota is home to what gustatory athletics competition. First of all, can I get a definition on goose tutorials?
1: <laughs> can you use that to say is that like goose races? Is no, that what no, it is? I think it's
0: just uh like things that you eat?
1: <laughs> oh, it's like an eating contest. Famous South Dakota eating contest. I'm not gonna
0: I'm not gonna tell you for sure that it's an eating contest.
1: Is it like the testicle festival?
0: No no, it's not. There is one of those in Texas, but it didn't include that on the quiz corn dog eating contest. I don't know. <laughs> it's not an oh. eating contest at all. In fact, I'm just going to call this one uh South Dakota is home to the world's largest mashed potato wrestling competition.
1: Wow. I thought you were going to go corn
3: palace. I thought you were going to go something that's actually meaningful for the state.
1: <laughs> corn <laughs> well, Palace is South Dakota, right? The Corn Palace?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's right That yeah, shit's that's, nuts. Yeah, it's the worst
1: tourist destination. Mount Rushmore?
2: Yeah.
1: Is trash. Oh, it yeah. was the worst. No, it's uh, terrible. It's so bad. Is South Dakota it, has Mount so Rushmore's many bad, bad ones. It's so tiny, it's you can't even see it. It's really far away. It's tiny. It's they didn't even finish it. They just gave up halfway and they were like, you know what, this is good enough.
0: South Dakota also has fucking uh what is it, wall drug or whatever? Oh um, god, yeah. the one that you see like The worst truck it.
1: stop or whatever. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah. The the one that you see billboards for every three miles for like nine hundred miles. This is a big yeah. state.
3: Right. You can go like you can drive 85 as is the, the speed limit on the interstate. There's there.
1: like two cops in the whole state, so you can go pretty much however fast you want. It doesn't right. matter. Yeah, yeah. yeah one you of my, Fargo? Uh, it's like that. One and of they my
0: both live in Fargo, North Dakota. <laughs> one of my neglected uh, trivia things I, I left it off the list was that uh, Texas has the highest speed limit in the country. Uh, There's a stretch of road between, it's like Austin and San Antonio, I think, where you can go 85. Hmm. It's labeled as 85. Uh, Which is uh, pretty fast. I think it's labeled 85
3: up in South Dakota, or maybe it's 80 and everyone goes 85. I remember
0: uh, as as a kid, we traveled through Montana for a little while when they had the completely unlabeled speed limit. It was just like drive responsibly. Um, So you could go, you know. 110 miles an hour. If you could get your family van up to that speed, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> okay. All right, on with the quiz. Before we leave South Dakota, what is the thing that is unique about the South Dakota prison system? It's uh, bad.
3: The South Dakota
0: prison system—that's hardly unique to South Dakota, but it is. Uh, It it does have to do with South Dakota being particularly bad
3: for prison phone calls.
0: Uh, You (laughs) are closer in that this has to do with what people have to pay for being in prison, or like
1: it allows debtor prison or whatever. No, it's not
0: that. So much as maybe prison is the is the leading job in South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Being a corrections officer. I'll give it to you. you know. guys.
0: You guys were on the right track, but no, South Dakota is unique among these United States in that it's the one prison system where inmates have to pay for their own incarceration. Oh, well, shit.
1: you know, that's only fair. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, what does that mean? Like, after they kick you out of jail, they send you a bill for, like, $600,000 yep. or whatever? Yeah, I like, mean, I, I think that's literally how it works. They send
3: you room and board. I mean, it costs, like, what, 40000 It costs more to imprison someone for a year than a year of tuition. <laughs> right, exactly. And then they're going to be like, oh, by the way, here's your invoice <laughs> for, for being incarcerated. That's, okay. That's like...
1: What's the repayment rate of that? I'm like, done with
3: South Dakota, man. Let's
1: move on. <laughs> okay, that's where they need to send Trump to jail. They need to somehow arrange that. <laughs>
0: Just send him to South Dakota.
1: Yeah, to make a pay no for idea. it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, uh, here's a here's an Oklahoma question for you. Okay. Due to where the fre- wind goes, sweeping down <laughs> the that's <laughs> right.
1: Rogers and Hammerside.
0: <laughs> Due to frequent sightings. That's in quotes. Annual Blank Fest. Exists in eastern Oklahoma. Numerous
1: sightings? Ah, Chuck, Chuck got points. it. Hey. Oh. You're right, Okay. Chuck. Yeah. Uh, Big, I thought Bigfoot was a more of a northern type guy. Yeah, he's he's hanging like, out in the... This... Oklahoma is almost desert-y.
0: The, like the lake states or something. Or like That's arid. In the, the rocky Intermountain West or something like that. He was just down there for the winter. <laughs> well,
3: here's he's a,
1: migratory.
0: Here's a here's a fairly related question. Then uh, out of Texas, in Texas, it is legal. It's on the books that it is legal if you spot one to shoot a
1: chupacabra.
3: Oh, that's nice.
1: That's no. actually just a
3: Bigfoot.
0: It's just
1: a black. Person. I think a
3: person. Seriously, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <is>, dude, <right. laughs> dude. I
0: I don't know. <laughs> no, it's it's um, it's Bigfoot. It, uh it's it is on the books legal in Texas to shoot a bigfoot if you find one uh which I don't know I don't, do you think that they're like border to to shoot the man between... dating ex girlfriend? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I need to go look up the text of this bill Because I love how they always have those, those like definitions at the end, like of all, what's a bigfoot? <laughs> like what is what do they define as, as a Bigfoot How how hopefully big, it's like, like size like the Shaq 12, count? It's
3: size twelve and above. Yeah. You know.
1: If Shaq grew a beard, would I'm that count? <laughs>
0: <laughs> holy shit
3: <laughs> Shaq with a beard instead of the goatee I wonder if there's a picture of him
1: like that Well, it's, dude there's a movie though. coming out where it's like Shaq and a bunch of NBA dudes in old age makeup and that's oh. like the whole freaking movie
3: they should just release what was it uh Ninja Gaiden. What was that? Or Charles Barkley. Shut Gaden. up and Jim
1: Gaiden or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Are like Shaq Fu, the movie. Right. Like I'm sure that's <laughs> next.
0: Okay. You got more quiz questions. Yeah, I absolutely do. Okay, so, so kind of following on the heels of that one, we're back to South Dakota. Um, on the books, in South Dakota, if you see more than five Native Americans on your property, you can what? Smoke the peace pipe with them.
1: Open a casino. I know that's
3: not the answer. What's that? Uh, open a casino. Open a casino. Jesus. Uh, you could um, call the police.
1: You could always do yeah, that you if you want. Anyway. Yeah, that's
3: right.
1: Uh, yeah, take yell at them.
3: I don't know. I don't want to say shoot them. It's shoot them. Like, it, yeah, it's shoot
0: them. Oh, On the books in South Dakota. If you See, see that's more than worse five. than
3: our guesses. You're making us sound problematic.
1: <laughs> well, Man, I'm, I don't. How messed up are the laws where that's a law? But yeah, we're not the take the thing is not a law. This like, just, come on.
0: Yeah. This, this is the way these I, states work. No, I don't, dude. When
3: I was up there for the UNO for the Summit League basketball tournament, everybody that was working in like the service type jobs or the custodial type jobs was, like, Native American, indigenous, and I was like, damn, y'all are the black people up here, you know? Like- right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, I remember that. that. Just, we, uh, we talked about it on the show,
3: yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. A good thing to reminisce on on the 100th anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Next <Absolutely>. question, please.
2: <laughs> okay. Was it actually
3: about South Dakota? All right, okay.
0: cool. Yeah, um, let's talk about... Okay, we're back to Kansas now. Who is... The best person who everybody claims was from Kansas, who wasn't actually from Kansas. Jesus, I don't know about any wannabes.
1: That like, dude from the Wizard of Oz, because he was really from Omaha. Boom.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, the Wizard of Oz was from Omaha, Nebraska, originally. I wonder oh, if snap. I wonder if uh, the Wizard of Oz was inspired in any way by uh, John Brown, who. <laughs> gets a lot of credit for all of his uh, anti-slavery activities in Kansas, but was not, well, in fact, from there.
1: In our high school, and Matt, perhaps oh, you recall this. was that the answer to your question? Yeah, it no. was John Brown. Okay. Oh, okay, wow. Okay. Do, Matt, do you remember in high school in Nebraska, we were taught that the Wizard of Oz was an allegory for like the political climate of like Williams, Jennings, Bryan?
0: Right. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. it, was, it, it, was, like, it was supposedly all about the Gilded Age and how the the uh, the yellow brick road was about the gold standard and shit like that.
1: But then I think it was proven to be like completely, like, there was, he was like, no, it wasn't about that at all. Right, like, yeah, it was. It was, <laughs> it was not.
0: The, the right. book came out way before then, and it turns out that, like, a road made out of gold bricks is kind of cool. It's just like a cool thing to have in a kid's book.
3: Right. <laughs> streets are paved with gold
0: all right well we're while we're on the topic of uh abolitionism there is a famous fire station in Lawrence Kansas fire station number four originally a stone barn it enjoys historical renown as what
1: is this like where the world's oldest light bulb is or whatever no
0: it's uh <laughs> it's a little a little more uh a little more social than that
3: the first time black hands and white hands touch the same fire hose. <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> Hard to
0: believe. This is kind of cool. I just learned this today. Fire Station Number Four in Lawrence, Kansas, was originally a major stop on the Underground Railroad during okay. during sort of the same time that John Brown would have been active uh, in Kansas as a as an abolitionist. So
3: that's that's great cool. because that means the taxpayers helped. Support that, even if they didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, um, okay. Yeah, here's a here's here's one that's. Let's get back to Nebraska. Oh, you want to go? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's let's go back to you, Nebraska. Okay, I've got a really weird one for you. So no requests in the Just town of Blue Hill, Nebraska. On the books, no woman wearing a quote hat that would scare a timid person. End Ooh. quote. Can be seen strict. doing what? I, now, uh, while we think about it, what do you think a hat that would scare a timid person encompasses?
3: Either flowers or bird feathers <laughs> or something. <laughs> those seem <laughs> really pretty
0: common hat things to me.
3: Those yeah, like weird old lady hats. That, I mean, that could intimidate a person.
1: Those um, weird old lady hats where it has like an entire like animal with like its face and everything. <laughs> oh yeah, like, those those on are it. fucking
0: weird. It's true
1: had some uh dancing.
0: I have I have no explanation surgery. for this one. <laughs> <laughs> no woman wearing a scary hat is allowed to perform surgery. Well that was hey, pro- that was it's probably just for true. hygiene. Um, for some reason. Way behind the times. For some reason they passed a law against women wearing intimidating hats eating onions in public.
1: That, oh, Oh yeah. yeah. No I mean look I'm not gonna say that that's the best law, but you know, I'm not opposed to it. I mean, I, that's you shouldn't It's clearly, people Just shouldn't do that. Don't wear a creepy hat and eat a fucking onion. That's gross. Onion Lobby
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm I, not gonna I don't not see through this. I don't think anyone should ever eat just like an onion in public I mean I my like grandma onion used to do that like she would ingredient. eat it
1: like an apple or oh, whatever Jesus. just like take a whole onion and like <laughs> No
0: way Uh uh-uh. <laughs> Yeah, dude
3: No, I'm... did she at least peel the skin off at first?
1: I mean, sure. You, you you take that 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 first layer off, you know. Right.
0: Yeah, I could, I could, I could take a pass on that. Yeah. You know, that would have been a great
3: like fraternity hazing Ooh. thing to make <laughs> to make a pledge
0: bite out of an onion. Well, hey, if we're gonna if we're gonna bring it back around to campus Anyways. culture, Chuck, you might actually know this one. Um, Did I know a lot of these? I, I know, yeah, <laughs> I know. I, but, but because you live, what are you trying to say? You live in Lincoln. I'm, I'm saying okay. you might actually know this one. Sure. UNL has the world's largest what? I don't know. Um,
1: Football? Something? <laughs> <laughs> right. Conservative um,
0: student the, population. <laughs> the world's yeah largest
1: turn, turn ice point creamery. USA chapter. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. No, they don't. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's
3: that's got to be Kent State, right? Right. I I give up. I do not know this one.
0: UNL has the world's largest weight room.
1: What? What is like a waiting room? No. What? Weight? No,
0: like a gymnasium
1: type room. See, I said football something that counts. That's yep, my that's yep. point
0: to me. At, yeah. at over me. at over three quarters of an acre. UNL <laughs> has the largest weight room in in the world. Wow. For
1: cl- for uh for studying. It's a study weight room, no. <laughs> Right.
0: <laughs>
2: That's what my students It's an academic weight too.
1: room. That's what colleges are for. Sure.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. On to Kansas again. Uh who formed the famous 7th Cavalry Division in Fort Riley, Kansas? Also, what happened to him?
1: Custer, General Custer Yep,
0: and he had a last stand
1: <laughs> he, he stood did. That around was a, yeah,
3: that was until a... he fell over from what, Sitting Bull or whatever yep,
0: that was the last shit that ever happened okay. to the 7th Cavalry Division uh, one of the only recorded uh, survivors of the battle of Little Bighorn was a horse named Comanche which is, okay, <laughs> they weren't involved in the battle but still I think that's auspicious <laughs>
1: Matt, okay, you, next question. If you would play BioShock Infinite, you would learn a lot I know, about Custer's I know last stand. That. Okay.
0: <laughs> you got it. <laughs> All right. Texas. Going to do some Texas questions here. Texas means Oops, what in Norwegian slang?
1: It means what? Crazy, wacky.
0: Yep. You knew Damn.
1: that? <laughs> yeah, 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 cuz there was like a thing. It was this is from a Reddit thread like from forever ago. Where someone was like, what are some, like, l- cute local, like, slang terms that, like, we might think are are, are funny or something like that. Right. But, yeah, he was like, we call everything, if it's like, if someone was like, oh, yeah, man, I ran out in the snow in my underwear or whatever, and they're like, bro, that's totally Texas. <laughs> totally Texas.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it fits in. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, there are fewer people in Minnesota then there are people in texas who are what? norwegian. um that that might be true i don't actually know. <laughs> democrat, i don't know. um it's not complimentary. in jail. uh that's probably true too, but that's not what i have written down.
1: um yeah, i
0: don't know. <laughs> sorry. There are more people in Texas who are obese than there are people who live in the state of Minnesota. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. That uh, makes
1: sense. That makes a lot of sense. See, I would not know that.
0: Approximately 12 million people in Texas out of a population of, I don't know, something like 34 million.
1: Well,
3: everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah. Yep. In- okay, damn, when they say that for a reason. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs>
2: right.
0: Next question. All right. Uh, best... Person who was ever born in Omaha.
1: Uh me. Dude, there's all kinds I wasn't of born here.
0: <laughs> there's only you know, a, there's Malcolm, only one correct. Yeah. Malcolm was, X. Yeah, fucking Gerald Mal- Ford. Fucking Malcolm X, of course. Okay. Yeah.
1: Gerald Ford.
0: <laughs> Man, right. fuck Gerald Ford. He was
1: accidentally president for a while. <laughs> Pardon okay. a
0: Nixon motherfucker. No way. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kansas question. Uh, this is this is kind of just interesting local history. Uh, there's a first United Methodist Church in Hutchinson, Kansas that mixed in with the mortar and bricks, you'll find thousands of what
3: bones.
1: Oh, I was gonna say that.
0: that would be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. Um, kind of depends on whose bones they were, but either way, still pretty pretty goth.
3: The bones of the guilty. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Mixed in with what
1: stone and I'll
0: tell you whatever. that there was a there was a plague in 1874.
1: Locusts. Oh, it's like the grasshopper bricks right. or whatever. Yep. Damn.
0: Yeah, thousands nice. of. That doesn't
1: seem structurally sound.
0: Uh, apparently, the church is still standing. What happened was they were trying to build the church, and the big grasshopper plague of 1874 came around. And the pastor was like, nope, fuck this. We're building the church. I'm going to just be out there in the grasshoppers doing this. Dude,
1: it's going to be so sad when that happens again because of some climate change bullshit. And all of the religious people are going to be like, see, we told you.
3: The rapture. Yeah. Like,
1: we tried to warn you guys, but you didn't (laughs) listen to us. Right. We told you this would happen. Well,
0: speaking of things coming from above, Oklahoma... Has the only on the books recorded instance of what happened. Oh,
1: this is where a lady got hit by a meteorite from space. Fucking A, but it wasn't <laughs> and it, a like meteorite. hit her in the leg.
0: <laughs> it wasn't a meteorite. It was a piece what? of space debris from apparently a, a US rocket, the Delta II rocket, when it broke up on re entry. Did she die? I mean, That's no, because it like
1: went through her roof, and so like the roof kind of like slowed it down. So I think it's kind of unclear. I guess it hit her. I think it might have been part of the roof that hit her, personally. I'm a, I'm a space <laughs> collision truther on okay. this one. Yeah. So
3: It was staged in a studio in Hollywood. Uh,
1: so. <laughs> yeah, there's not footage of it. Right. Why were they filming? Why were they filming it?
3: <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so what did she do? She gets hit in the head.
1: It's if like it in her calls leg the or, whatever. or whatever. Yeah, she's and just like I she just gets hit in the leg or whatever with the, with some like, space
3: trash. It was thrown from space. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next and
1: question. she called she called her church and she was like, I think God's trying to murder me
0: right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh speaking of God trying to murder people, uh, the city of Galveston in Texas in oh. the year nineteen hundred
1: hosted. I went there one time
0: or was home to or the location of the world's largest what brawl (laughs) that would be dope if if it were the world's largest brawl and you know a body count in the thousands that would be so great that would be the most texan thing ever
1: the the this is like is this like a like an event it was an event yeah was it's like some like like pan American exhibition, or some boring crap like that. Uh, Surely not.
0: Less, uh, less organized. World's largest auction. <laughs> <laughs> so, in Galveston, in the year 1900, we had the country's largest ever natural disaster, which was a hurricane. Oh, I
1: was gonna say that it was like that hurricane or whatever. Yep. Damn,
0: it totally was. You it had totally me thinking of something.
1: Some yeah, I mean, planned event. I'm a very good. Yeah, I'm seriously. a very good
0: trivia host. I, I misled I led you down the primrose path, Brendan, but you didn't this get is this fake, one right. Tr-
1: fake trivia. fake <laughs> yeah, trivia. Seriously,
3: why yeah. would anyone even play this? Um, <laughs> the
0: the average elevation of the town was something like eight feet, and a wall of ocean came into the town at about fifteen feet during this hurricane. Uh, thousands of people died. The total. Damage was estimated as $20 million, uh, but that was in $1,900. Today, it would be something like $700 million, which, you know, when they're still trying to recover from Hurricane Harvey, it kind of seems like they could have, I don't know, um,
1: learned something. Well, you know, if you're going to live on a tiny island that's only eight feet off of sea level... That's yeah. the shit. That's just gonna happen, yep. you know. Yep. Yep. And Absolutely. it ain't getting any better.
0: Nope. <laughs> well, well, we're. Uh, uh, yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I think I'm gonna wrap this up on a. This is this is a, awesome. a, a long scale history question. All right, Oklahoma, the state of Oklahoma, or say like Oklahoma City, originally was located where.
1: Oh, is it like uh, this is like the Seattle Supersonics, and then they got <laughs> no, yeah, they got transferred or whatever. Think a,
0: think a much longer time scale than that. <laughs> Repeat the question, dude. Is this
1: like some fucking dinosaur shit?
0: Uh, yeah, you could say it's dinosaur shit. Where was Oklahoma City originally located? Like where you could where you could uh, geologically date that location back to.
1: It was like the Garden of Eden in Missouri where the Mormons think the Garden of Eden was. Oklahoma City was originally Atlantis. A lot of people don't know that.
2: right
0: uh, you're not you're not too far off, Um uh, well, lest we forget that all of this stuff has much longer historical timescales, uh, Oklahoma City used to be like roughly around the equator. Uh, we're talking about the Triassic period, so this would have been. I um, was gonna I guess, say, is this, this like during
3: Pangea or something? <laughs> yeah, sort of this, is this is, like, been, this this is like, like
1: a a really old rock that eventually later on someone was like, maybe Oklahoma City can go hey, where I mean, this uh, rock uh, currently is.
0: One of the one of the oldest <laughs> mountain ranges in the country is the uh, the Arbuckle Mountains in Oklahoma, which when you drive through them, they just look like some big hills, but they are. They're... They look like Garfield's owner. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the gentle sloping curves like See, his hair. That's yeah. what
0: that's what Oklahoma needs. is Those uh, hills
3: are getting rejected by every woman yeah, they know. <laughs> they, they
0: need a big public works project like Mount Rushmore where they go out and just carve like Nermal and Garfield uh, into the side of like a giant hill. Uh, and people will come from miles around.
1: Right. Yeah. Chuck, you're betraying your lack of Garfield knowledge because they're married now in Garfield.
3: Dude, I haven't I haven't looked at Garfield since elementary. What Garfield yet. and
1: John? Uh, no, John and the vet are married.
0: <laughs> Mine was funnier. Damn,
1: <laughs> it's not funny.
0: No. I
3: thought Garfield normal, so I was like, "Damn, man." Gar- Garfield
2: is serious. Hate, How dare you? He hates w- a lot more than Mondays. Oh,
0: <laughs> All right guys, well I I think uh I think overall you did really well on my weird uh Great Plains trivia quiz. I'm going to say that we retain our title of being, you know, the the premier voice of uh Great Plains uh good commentary. Um,
1: yeah, don't nobody actually title up the scores, please. <laughs> Seriously. But we definitely got some of those. Yeah.
0: Yeah you did. Yeah.
1: And ones like that hurricane, I knew it. Now, well, I, I, you just yeah. asked it in a really <laughs> bad way. That was confusing.
0: We've got a cool little musical guest I'm gonna play for you right now. We'll take a break and bring it out on a high note.
1: Together that quiz. Yeah, you guys did good. Uh, that was pretty awesome. I I did better than I thought I was gonna do. And Chuck, that yep. you you had some good ones in there too. Man. I started out yeah. strong. <laughs> some of that shit was
0: was pretty obscure. Uh, I was right. I was actually really impressed that you guys did as well as you did. I mean,
1: Thanks. when's Midwest History Month? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Seriously. When's our time?
0: Down
3: here is our time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My high note this week is that against all odds. Nebraska is going to have a ballot initiative to expand Medicaid after securing over the 85,000 required signatures with 104,000 signatures recognized as valid and the lawsuit trying to ban it from the ballot getting thrown out. Yeah, I was going to say they, they also had to sue. When you don't have a case... You know, you'll try anything. So you just say like, yeah. "Well, they should be allowed to do that," and they were like, "Why not?" Well, we don't really know, <laughs> right? And they're like, "Okay, okay well, because well, I case have a son. <laughs> and,
0: Right. So, yeah. failure to state a claim. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I because I don't like it.
0: I thought liberals were all about being able to sue for no good reason, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the frivolous suit. Tort reform. <laughs> the referendum effort being led by Ensure the Good Life. Uh, And they say that this will expand Medicaid to 90,000 Nebraskans who earn too much to qualify for Medicaid currently, but not enough to qualify for assistance under Obamacare. So there's a big gap of people who they're not so poor that they can't afford health care at all necessarily, but they can't afford enough of it to actually have it be effective.
2: <laughs> right. So sure. there's a
1: coverage gap. Yeah, that's gap. huge.
0: 90,000 people is amazing. And it's sure.
1: actually going to be cheaper for the state because then these people don't have to like be like, "Hey, I'm uninsured" and go to the emergency room or whatever when mm-hmm. they're having a crisis, they can go get pills and not have like a quadruple bypass emergency surgery. Well, especially since, and correct me if I'm wrong,
0: but isn't this money already allocated underneath (laughs) the ACA? Like, it's not even like they need to go back in and say like, we're going to spend this much more money. This is just Nebraska tapping into funds that were already allocated for Nebraska.
1: Yeah. So Mm. under Obamacare, they basically said like, hey, if you expand your, your coverage, we'll help cover... A lot of the cost. So I believe it's like for the first year, the federal government covers like 90% of the cost. And then the next year it covers like 80%. And it's kind of like a sliding scale or what like so the idea is like we'll help you get it started you can build it into a sustainable system
0: once you get it started you get to argue with your constituents about why you're taking their (laughs) health right exactly
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah, let's get it started in here
0: that's great No, that's that's huge that's yeah absolutely definitely a high note so
1: yeah it seems like a no-brainer they've done it in a lot of states even states that they kind of didn't think that an initiative like this would have a chance you know it ended up passing because people learn the facts and they go like oh that actually sounds like a pretty good deal like more coverage and it like saves money right it's a win-win yeah
0: absolutely well and we know that insuring people just making sure that people have actual health care ends up saving money in the long run right because uh you avoid uh all of these uh insurance premiums uh people not going to the doctor because they haven't met their deductible yet which means they uh, are doing preventative care and all of this stuff. Like, it ends up being really good for the economy when people are able to access good health care.
1: Check this out. So, the text of the measure would require coverage for residents who make less than 138% of the poverty line. You, you know, you have to be under 100% to be like poverty. 138% of the poverty line... It's like sixteen thousand dollars a year.
2: Yeah, like yeah, if right. that's
1: not poverty, like right. holy crap. Yeah, they're like sixteen grand a year, man. Pff, you living high on the hog. Or you Whoa. probably get a. You probably own a microwave or something. Yeah, seriously,
3: you think that you're uh, <laughs> frivolous with those
1: napkins and stuff? It's like, come on, man.
0: <laughs> what was that organization again, Brendan? We should shut them out. It's
1: called uh, Ensure the Good Life.
0: Good on them. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, My high note this week is, well, I've got two actually, Uh, one substantive and one personal.
1: I'll allow it because it's the 100th episode, but don't try this next time. Yeah, don't ever. Also
0: producing this episode, so (laughs) it was going to make it in anyway. Uh, I I wanted to talk a little bit about how the uh, Dallas police officer who shot just blindly into a car full of African American youth and ended up killing this 15 year old, like, actually was convicted and sentenced to 15 years in prison today. Uh, I'm no fan of the carceral state. However, it's important, I think, that this most egregious of police misconduct finally, finally, there's a good example of something, somebody getting at least some punishment for exactly the kind of things that Colin Kaepernick kneels at the national anthem for. Right. Uh, the, the whole purpose behind Black Lives Matter, like, finally, somebody is actually visibly going to jail over this. And sure. my, my high note on that topic is just that this is a highly publicized case. Public pressure probably had a lot to do with, uh, with the sentencing, and it's good. Like, well, we need this to happen. We need there to be consequences when law enforcement acts outside of their authority
3: well and what was also shocking about it was the fact that a police officer basically contradicted another police officer's testimony this guy's defense was i was fearing for my partner's safety and the partner was like yeah i wasn't feeling afraid by this situation (laughs) right yeah so kind of the
0: thin blue line was broken in some way and that seems like I know that there's this uh this mythology, this sort of romanticization of the police like partner relationship. Sure. But they also need to be holding each other accountable. Right. We can't have people just covering for for blatant malfeasance. <laughs> right. Getting away with it. Sure. Uh, so so that's my uh that's my light. That wasn't that high, but yeah. you know. Well, it, I'd say it's mids. It's not happy news. It, it's some it, veggies. Well, it's born of tragedy, but I'm glad to see what the outcome was. So that's right. that's sure. my that's well, my substantive high note this this week. My more personal one is that I'm just incredibly grateful to have been able to do this show with you guys for so long. This has been yeah. an amazing. Jesus Christ, we have we have talked for hours and hours over the last two <laughs> years about. Hey.
1: Save it for the end, pal. What are you doing here? Okay. All right. (laughs) All right. Fine. Fine.
0: You're getting too high. (laughs) Okay. All right, Brandon, jump in. You got something better? You got something better than just brotherly camaraderie here?
1: Yeah, bro. I got survivalism. Take a shot. Oh, yeah.
3: Okay. My high note Nebraska man lives alone in the woods for 60 days and wins $500,000.
1: This guy's a beast. Yeah. I mean, man, he's I didn't 25 know they were year that old. Away. I could have done that easy. Just, just <laughs> chill out there, you know?
3: <laughs> well, this was he lived 60 days in Mongolia. Oh, that's a little bit different. For this reality show called Alone. It's oh, on man. History Channel.
1: <laughs> alone. Me and my camera crew. No, no he there's didn't no have camera, camera crew. crew
3: he had the camera with himself like this the is the fucking
1: Blair witch like witch project grills or whatever right yeah. so
3: the contestants have are only able to take what they can backpack out there
1: this is like the gig economy of reality
3: shows of course and they give them these cameras and they're like you've got to set this up and record yourself every day and like you do don't have this enough to do right and it's like and when you're tired of doing all this stuff you can give up but you may not win and so, this guy was previously on the first season. This was the fifth season. He was on the <laughs> first like season. like all stars. The first season was in Vancouver.
0: No, it's, like, uh, the, the <laughs> Ninja like, wor- it's like the Ninja <laughs> right. Warrior thing where somebody disappears right. for a couple of seasons and they come back and they're like, I've trained up now. I can do this shit. I mean, he's kind of a survivalist-minded
3: guy. That's kind of what he studied. But he was on the first season when they were in Vancouver. And then he was like runner up or something like that so they invited him back for season 5 which was kind of like a re an all-star kind of cast oh, or whatever of people that didn't win this time though it was in mongolia dropped him off in summer he said it felt like a crummy nebraska like november or something right you like, know
1: where you are because that would be the best part of it if they just drop you off in Mongolia, they just don't tell you where the hell oh my god <laughs> <laughs> right
3: you're like Figure supremely isolated and alone and stuff
0: but yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just it matter last person i mean standing. do you even need to know where on earth you are as long as what you need to know is like I have no drinking water or anything to eat. Oh, I and
1: think it just adds, you know, it just adds a little of that extra Because
3: <laughs> you at least have the fighting chance of packing something specific for that condition or something. I don't know. It, yeah, it would help for sure.
0: If you knew that you were going to Mongolia, is there a thing that you would take that you wouldn't take if you were going to go to, if they were going to strand you in the middle of, uh, I don't know, like Alberta or something.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably bring extra like Mongol hordes and like, <laughs> uh, bring, maybe bring some like, like chopsticks.
0: One extra <laughs> falcon. hoo <laughs> 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 uh,
2: bring,
3: yeah. bring two bowls <laughs> instead of just the one. Uh, I'll tell you what this guy brought. So Sam brought, when he was dropped in the Mongolian wilderness- Larson brought with him a saw, an axe, a pot, a ferro rod, (laughs) a multi-tool, food ration, sleeping bag, paracord, and trapping wire.
1: He brought, like, saw one through seven and <laughs> right. a, bunch, a bunch of pot. And he was like, I you got know, this. For sure.
3: He lost about 50 pounds over the next 60 days. Yeah, that yeah, was
0: nuts. He was like 250 pounds when he got there and then 60 <laughs> days later, he was 200. That's like part
1: of his strategy. He was like, I wanted to get extra fat before mm-hmm. I went. Oh, so then I would start. strategy.
3: Getting. And when I come back, I have uh, created in that time a new diet Called wilderness diet, <laughs> where you basically
0: like you scavenging your neighborhood you <laughs>
2: for, just eat for live leaves. food.
3: Yeah,
0: and he, eat leaves. He, he comes back. He's just like eating his neighbor's pets. Like, oh yeah. man, this is this is a bounty out in Mongolia. Right. You guys have no yeah. idea.
1: <laughs> he just like he eats a panda, and he's like, look, you take what you can get. Yeah, right?
3: seriously.
0: <laughs> he's like, I don't want to
3: eat the rest of this. That's why I'm slim. And so, <laughs> uh, what was that cat's name, Chuck? Sam Larson.
1: Sam and where's he from? Lincoln, Nebraska. He's from Lincoln. Yeah. Not a place that I think of as particularly wildernessy, to be fair. <laughs> well, well apparently okay. that's been his whole like career, right?
0: Because uh yeah. I think the article said that he, he kinda got into survivalism and he went and did a bunch of schooling and like he went and lived in Canada for a while and stuff like that. So he's right. he's been training on this. Uh, my my question is like, do we know anything about this guy's uh political views? Because when you say like white survivalist from Nebraska, <laughs> oh, dude, we, we should on. get him on
1: the show because he could teach us how to survive the apocalypse. You know, he's <laughs> he's ready. You know, we need this guy on no, our side. No,
3: those survivalists are the ones that you think of canning food or whatever. No, I'm
0: you know, uh, <laughs> or taking, no, taking over bird refuges in Oregon. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, no, he dude. didn't bring like an AR-15 to Mongolia so I I mean, think when
0: you're
3: a survivalist you're too hungry to like have racial or political <laughs> views you, like your political view is can we work together to accomplish more you survivalists are natural communists I'm into it or they're natural corporatists because they're talking about you know synergy and everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> giving you a speech about that yeah. and asking for your uh, favorite and least favorite albums <laughs> It's going to be it's gotta be a
1: little bit weird to be like I'm a survivalist and I can survive with absolutely nothing and they're like wow you're the best here's five hundred thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> right right you're like i, I don't really need this like, hey no I, well he I I did he liked, actually
0: did need it so yeah i liked this part of the story too because he was talking about how like what are you gonna do with your prize money champ and he was like i'm gonna buy a car that doesn't fucking break down all the time so i can continue to provide for my family which is just like says something really weird about how many people who were on the economic rails Who are, like, going on radio shows and reality TV and shit to try to, like, just provide basic living expenses for their family. Right. Right. Well, I mean,
3: because he's, like, a writer and a public speaker and a survivalist. Right. Yeah. If you're a good survivalist, you're probably only going to sell one book on how to survive. You know, people are going to be like, oh, dude, what's the follow-up secret? Because <laughs> yeah, well, like, they're dead. I,
0: I, how to thrive. If you're going to take anything with you to survive in the backwoods, it's probably not multiple books. It, I, I imagine <laughs> you have to be kind of concise. It's Saw 1 through
3: you know? 4. <laughs> yeah.
1: You do how to survive, and then like that's two years later, you do like how to really survive. How to actually survive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the secrets they don't want you to know. Yeah.
3: How to survive and make it feel like nothing. Yeah, so that's my high note.
0: That's super cool. Small town boy makes good. It's one of those things
3: where I go into, like, Boy Scout Brain and say, man, I'm an Eagle Scout. I've got my Wilderness Survival Merit badge. I should be able to do something like that. And then 37-year-old Brain goes, I've been in an accident, and I've had multiple soccer injuries, so the whole left side of my body would just be useless if I was dealing with, you know, (laughs) predators and stuff.
0: (laughs) Right, yeah.
3: And who knows? I mean, for all I know, that there could have been predators out in Mongolia. You don't have a crew telling you, hey, we gotta get in the van here. You know, There's so. predators
1: in Lincoln too. Catholic priests. Oh shit.
3: <laughs> 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 okay, I had a high note. You know, and then Brendan started contributing to no, it. No,
1: I'm glad that, it's all good. I'm glad that destitution can be monetized. That's it's uplifting.
3: Dude. Absolutely. This is America. I think it's monetize actually, anything.
0: I, I'm okay with this being the high note. I, okay. I love that this guy uh, actually made good on this thing. That That's an incredible physical challenge to go out and do that kind of thing. And sure. now his family's got a little bit of a cushion.
1: That's great. Yeah, we should get that guy on the show. I bet that would be awesome. Yeah, oh, we we'll yeah. should. Sure. Episode 200, let's plan it now.
0: <laughs> that's right.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Well, Brandon cut me off earlier, but I, I did want to say just... Thank you to you guys. Thank you to Nick Glessman. Thank you to all of the guests that we've had on the show in the past 50 episodes who have been just terrific about putting up with our idiosyncratic recording style, coming on the show to bullshit with us. I, I think the show is still headed in a really good direction, and I couldn't be more pleased or honored to be part of it. So thank you guys for bringing me on the first time absolutely man
1: thank you thank you for giving us our official uh master's degrees in midwesternness
0: yeah yeah no you've got it the the certificates will be in the mail great
1: 12 dollars shipping and handling
0: before we do our our personal plugs i do want to give a shout out to my twitter friend phil whose name is not actually phil who provided the music for the the bump in the middle of this episode uh, Phil has an excellent new album out right now called Credit Where None Is Due. You can access that on Bandcamp at bandcamp.com album slash credit where none is due, which is cumbersome because that's all hyphenated, but I will put it in the show notes. Anyway, uh, the music is great. You should check it out, and we're very grateful for that. And now it's time t- for us to do our plugs. Chuck, you have... A whole bunch of shit you're working on right now. Oh,
3: yeah. You know, I'm working on all kinds of stuff. I wouldn't have taken a sabbatical if I wasn't working on stuff, you know. My vision, of course, is to get Meadowlark Media up off the ground. I'm also working on another podcast to include with that, and possibly Liquid Flannel, uh, called The Corn Belt Connection. And I'm currently producing MCJ Sports, which is a podcast with some high school kids up in Lincoln that are really into sports and know more about sports than I could believe is possible. I mean, <laughs> and one of them is in my church and people in the church will, you know, take notes on the pastor because sometimes it feels like an educational experience and I'm walking around a lot as an usher and I'll see him taking notes too. And I look over at his notes and he's just listing all of the NBA champions Including like the champions of the ABA pre-merger and everything like that, I'm like, wow, you know, their knowledge is deep, and they're pretty funny kids and everything. So, sweet, you you guys should check it out. It's MCJ Sports. They're on. They're definitely on YouTube. That's where all the episodes are, and then they're also on Instagram. So
1: that's where the kids are these days. That's where the kids are.
3: The gram. That's what they say. Hit my
1: podcast (laughs) up on Snapchat.
3: (laughs) Right. I guess that's what the hip hop kids say. The gram, but the gram? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh man, they rap about the gram. It's crazy.
0: Twitter kids say Insta <laughs> or Ig and I G uh, SoundCloud kids say the Graham.
1: I-, I rap about my grandma too. She's a great lady. The
0: Graham. My has always been there for me. <laughs> I just I, I only rap about the food a lot.
3: Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Speaking of uh not masturbating and also, <laughs> and also, subscribe to podcast. Uh, slang, <laughs> S- Texas like slang. <laughs> Sega is slang for masturbation in Italian,
2: <laughs> which
3: <laughs> cool. the only reason I know that, and this is a sports factoid that you know, it's like the best gamer joke <laughs> ever. There's a soccer club there called Fiorentina who was going to have a kit sponsorship deal, Sega was going to sponsor them and they had to pull out at the last minute because Sega is slang for masturbation in Italy so <laughs> there's some sports trivia there for do you do
1: think you. that hurt That's or great. helped sales of the Genesis in, in the Italian <laughs> Italy- oh, oh dude
3: Genesis was already done I think that was like on Dreamcast levels or something <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> I was I playing Jet I mean,
3: Grind Radio mean, uh, when that came out
0: <laughs> like Night Trap was on uh, what, Sega, Sega CD, CD or whatever yeah, oh sure. shit yeah That's the Saturn, that kind of makes baby. sense
3: right yeah <laughs> cool. but y'all you, you should check that out and stuff so yeah MCJ absolutely Chuck
0: and, uh, keep us posted man you know that we're 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 still twitter friends even though you only join us every once in a while so let us know <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll hype you up Oh, absolutely! We're gonna
3: oh, yeah. eventually get on Twitter. These guys are kind of learning. It's kind of like the varsity podcast team. So <laughs> cool. <laughs> We're still working on some fundamentals. Maybe don't.
1: Maybe don't introduce the youth to Twitter. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know,
3: that's probably
0: a good idea. Whatever they're yep. on, they're on.
1: We're all
2: brain
0: poisoned <laughs> so. enough. We don't have to like your weed dealer suddenly introducing you to Smack or something. You could oh, be
1: geez. the uh, mastodon <laughs> right. only podcast
0: there you go oh yeah there you go cool well brendan you're not on mastodon are you but you are on social media
1: i am on twitter unfortunately at brenda williams with one l
0: i forgot to mention
1: that
3: my handle is shaggy two oh yeah yeah that's right (laughs) sorry chuck I was hyping up MG, yeah. MCJ Sports so much, I forgot <laughs> to hype myself up.
1: But yeah, send me your uh, Harry Potter birthday decoration ideas, because uh, we're, we're planning a Harry Potter birthday party for the 9 year old nice. Oh so yeah, cool. Hit me
0: up. Hit me up with your Pinterest. Hitting up our lib followers here for, <laughs> for some engagements. I'm Matthew Hodges. I'm on Twitter at MatthewGwait. You can follow the show at liquid underscore flannel. Um, like us on iTunes review us all the good shit yeah follow us on Twitter we're getting big I mean you're getting it on the ground floor here that's right invest now <laughs> seriously invest now these deals Maybe. won't last forever <laughs> <laughs> this has been Liquid Flannel's 100th episode I think we're gonna sign off what do you awesome. think guys sounds good
3: this is the worst Peace. trade
1: deal in the history of trade deals <laughs> jeez <laughs>
0: That was good. That was a good ending.